So no Beatty again. No Beatty again. <laughs> and especially he told us he was going to be here today. I know. I Leaving work yesterday, I was like, hey, Beatty, we good for tomorrow, man? We, nice. we on? And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, mate. I'll see you then. Keen. <laughs> Keen. Where are you now, Where are you? Beatty? <laughs> Where are you? Are you at work, Beatty? No, I'm working not, not at all. <laughs> Couldn't be less at work. What an enigma. What, what an, an enigma. enigma. We actually... Beatty and I took Beatty and a few other guys to this Taiwanese lunch place last week. Oh. He loved it. It was it was so tasty. Oh, and uh, we we had Taiwanese. Yeah, I what, what is see, the I Taiwanese thought, special? I thought it was Thai. Wrong, not Thai. Incorrect. Taiwanese. Thai some. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I know Thai food. Uh, it's it's sort of similarish. It's a lot of be, chili, a lot, lot of ginger. Yeah, closer to Chinese food, I would think. It's it's similar. Yeah. Similar. They have one thing that's real similar to a kung pao chicken, oh. and I'm a big I'm, fan of the kung I'm pao interested. chicken. You have my attention. Yeah, um, so that was good. We we um we also have you heard how Maccas have like a new deal every day? No. Well, fun fact. Well, fun fact for everyone listening. Beatty is a he is a a lunch deal bargain hunter. <laughs> If there's a if there's a bargain out there, he will sniff that fucker out and he'll find it. And he'll spend those savings right on gambling. And he'll figure out a way to get the most of the bargain. Oh, so, here we go. <laughs> so Maccas have this thing going at the moment. That's McDonald's for all of yeah, our internationals. internationals. Um, every day, if you have their app, every day they put up a new ludicrously cheap deal. Oh. So like last week... There was $2 McChickens and all That's that kind of deal. stuff. I actually think I have the app because I was into the Monopoly, not asked the Monopoly app. Anyway. Exactly. They're bloody clever with all that marketing yeah, shit. They're good. Um, yesterday was $2 quarter pounders. But the thing is, oh, they only give you one one code. Uh, but <laughs> So, pissing down rain, we drive over to Macca's because we can't walk. <laughs> And um, we're all there waiting for our one $2 quarter pounder chuffed as. Getting a hamburger as well. Why yeah, not? Mate, That's a dollar. Yeah. Three bucks for Making a money. quarter pounder and a hamburger. I thought that was a good deal. Beatty didn't think that was a good deal. He wanted to take it that step further. <laughs> of course. So he found out that if you log into the app with an account, it'll give you a code. But then if you log out and press redeem again, it'll give you a different, different code, code, but you have to pay on your phone. So, so, so he paid for one at the counter with the one code, and then he paid for one on his phone with the other code. And then the guy gives him this dirty look while he picks up the second bag already eating the quarter pounder. But he loved it. That is impressive. That's a meal deal. That's two quarter pounders for If only you spent that, that That's much, your morning coffee. If you only spent that much time and effort on anything else, like um, bringing you know, value to this podcast... Uh, we'd be we'd be shooting to the moon. Oh, Beatty, I love you. I do. I, <laughs> I, I do love you. Just fucking pull your hair out. Backdoor Khan! He's not here to do the the one thing that he does. (laughs) Welcome to the show! Um, Yeah, it's basketball time again. Um, Plenty of stuff happening. We just got off the blower with Woj. He was calling us to let us know that Kyle Korver has been been traded. traded. 
Um, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> it's actually the most well-timed trade I think we've had for the yeah, podcast like ever. just before our recording, yeah. which is great. Um, and thanks thanks again, Woj, for giving us a the, ring and the scoop. letting us know. The scoop. He calls us scoop, I think. <laughs> so Corva is going to back home to the team yeah. that drafted him, the Utah Jazz. I wonder if that. I wonder if he kind of wanted that. Like, send me home. I don't think he wanted to go anywhere. Well, he's th- he's thirty six <clears throat> years old with a family. He's just like wants to not move his family again, um, but also he wants to play some winning basketball. He wants so, to play some winning ball, which he certainly which the can't Jazz aren't play. doing <laughs> currently. Um, hopefully, he'll help. I actually think they will help. We'll we'll get into this in a minute. But Corva's headed to the Jazz, and in exchange, the Jazz have sent to Cleveland Alec Burks and. A second rounder. I did send Alec Burks. Yeah. So it was just. I thought it was just a second rounder. No, no. Oh. Alec Burks in a second rounder, which I think is. I understand that Corva fills a very big need for the Jazz, but Alec Burks is a good player and a pick, and Alex Burks is like still, just yeah. about, not quite peak years yet. Maybe twenty six or something yeah. like that. But that's a that's a valuable piece to Cleveland. So I think both teams have, kind of taken something that they can both use. Yeah, I mean, obviously for Cleveland, it's just about stockpiling some... Yeah, get some any, talent. Any, any assets. Alec Burks is a wing. They need some wings. They need guys that can make stuff off the bounce. And, like, they've already had a go with Rodney Hood, another jazz wing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Could have brought him back. Rodney Hood gives you, like, scoring off the bounce, I suppose, good, or well, supposedly good jump shooter. He's, well, he is, he's a Jeff Green. Yeah, in, he, in theory, in theory, he's, he's really, really good. good. <laughs> That's why when he went to Cleveland, I I was actually I'm like, this is perfect. I like very light Kyrie, mm. a guy that can just carry the offense for you know f- um, five minutes at a time while LeBron's on the bench, maybe. Um, but he shat his pants a lot. Just didn't work out. Really, <laughs> looked like he was, like, but, he, he was really good in when he they were down twenty in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then, and and then he had that moment where he didn't want to get subbed in when they were down twenty. Yeah, that big hubbub about in bub. the finals. Yeah, <laughs> not good, <laughs> not good, Rodney. Well, Alec Burks, similarly, can create off the bounce for himself, yeah. which is really good, but definitely much more of a slasher. When he first got drafted, you know how I love my yeah. reading into my young guys. When he first got drafted, he was not a shooter at all. He was very much someone that just drove to the rim, tried to finish around the rim, pick up free throws. Um, his jump shooting has improved very, very much mm-hmm. so in the past couple of years. Um, I, I like it. He's I like it. There yeah. were times in the playoffs last year, Alec Burks came on with Dante Exum, and they both caused all sorts of problems. So, hey, Cleveland's getting some talent. They got a second-round pick as well. And Utah gets arguably one of, if not the best, floor spacer in the league, even at his elderly age. Yeah, I, th- I think he is going to help a lot um, on a night-to-night basis. Hell yeah. 15 minutes he'll play, 15-20. Yeah. And in that time, mm-hmm. Spider can go nuts. Uh, Joe Ingles can get even more space than mm-hmm. he's used to. Dante Exum can drive to the rim if they play bench lineups. I just think Utah doesn't have a second guy still, though. This doesn't help them, I think, as far as actual su- actually succeeding this season. Because Kyle Korver's great, mm. but defensively, he's, as you said, 36 years old. He's actually 37, not 37 now. He's not as atrocious as some people say because he has good positioning defense. Yeah. He knows one, the game one so on, well. One-on-one, he's going to get burned. But 
in a team setting. He's actually very clever. He um, is clever, but... And that's what I'm saying. On a night-to-night basis, regular season, he's going to help get you a win here and there. Yeah, absolutely. But when you get to the playoffs, I'm not sure how much he's going to... He's going to be able to stay on the floor. This is where I disagree. I I think he will struggle to stay on the floor for Mm -hmm. extended periods because they're just going to exploit him. Mm -hmm. They're going to attack you. But for little minutes here and there... Mm -hmm. Kyle Korver has been in the moment. He he's like not going to sure. break under pressure. He'll yeah. he's going to shoot his shot, and that's that. You're going to get a clean look. You're going to get a good shot. If uh, Ricky Rubio and Spider in the playoffs, if if it starts to really slow down, really grind, and they can get Korver a couple of open shots, even if he only hits two threes, yeah. that is so helpful in those in those really desperate moments. Mm. They have someone to bail them out now. Mm-hmm. At least, hopefully, bail them out. It's very optimistic. It I, is. I really, I really don't think Korver moves the needle for them. As I like far the as... punt though. Oh, I mean, I, I. They didn't. They didn't need Alec Burks as much sure. as he's a pretty good player. Mm. They got we... Dante. They've got. They've got guys that are really similar already. It's such a win now move though. It's like, mm. which is fine because they want to obviously they win. win now, yeah. but like. No, no one's, in my opinion, winning the championship this year other than the Warriors. So it's like, for me, keep the guy that's 26, 27 and can maybe turn into something. I'm surprised. They've had him since All he was got... drafted, though. I know. It's, I, I feel kinda, like if they were going like, to give him a more featured role, it would have yeah, happened by and now. And to be fair, I guess he is. He is how old? He drafted in 2011, so he's pretty much like at more or less at his peak at this point. Yeah. So or about to hit uh, it in. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure how you're right. So how how high the ceiling is. It so and he's probably about to expire anyway. I should have I should look up the the contract, but I don't think it moves the needle that much. I think the Jazz's problems are seeded in the fact that their second best scorer is Joe Ingles. Mm. Great as you as a as a like really important role player, but when you're counting on Joe Ingles to like if spot if might don't know if Donovan, yeah if Donovan, <laughs> and he and if he's if he if he gets a catch we're us, we're big jingles fans huge, we all know that huge jingles <laughs> fans he is the most efficient three point open three point shooter in the league better than Steph Curry last year but when you need if you need him to create off the dribble with five seconds to go in game six it's like, a lot for jingles that's a lot for jingles <laughs> and to, to be fair I'm, I'm like he I would be I'm scared if he's against me because he he knows the game so well and he can do so many things but. He's a tall, tall, not super athletic guy who's great at shooting, and I think he's amazing as your third, third most important yeah. guy maybe. But super good glue guy, but yeah. not the hero. Yeah, and Gobert is their second best player, but again, offensively, you you can't just dump it into Gobert and hope that he's gonna go get mm-hmm. you a bucket, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I th- I think it's a good move as far as just shaking things up because they obviously need to do something and yeah, they, they... and both teams can see positives from this. Yeah. I'm a, just a little bit devo that we never got to see JJ Redick, Carl Corver. I was really <laughs> banking on that. Yeah, cuz that was the talk, right? Corver Corver uh, and sixes. Philly could have done the same fucking thing. They could have sent Cork Mars or some young wing to Cleveland for Carl Corver. I guess so. It just looks like um, Utah beat beat him to the punch. I guess so, but again, I th- I think maybe this would be a good segue for us. Um, the Sixers are thinking bigger than that. Mm, they are because Korva, again, would help, but they've like you said they've got JJ Redick to, and then even La- like Landry Shamit, 
He's, he's he's confident. He's playing really well. He's shooting like a really good percentage from three and shooting, and they're relying it. He's been an, like really. I'm I'm gonna say lucky draft pick because anyone yeah. you pick after fifteen, there's an element of luck involved, and he's been a really important piece of them this whole year. Mate, he's been. If he wasn't there, they would be in big They'd trouble. Be in strife, <laughs> because they're not deep. Yeah, and Markel, something's wrong. Well, he d- he's not as we even, yeah. fixed as everyone thought he would be, or what I thought mean? he would be. Let's, let's, <laughs> Let me rephrase. Yeah, Jake thought the opposite <laughs> of that. Every every video that came out, I'm like, so every video is not have him shooting. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's a that's a, that's we'll, a we'll whole podcast. That. We'll get to that. Um, but um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. The sixes, I think, are bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need a, they need a guy that can help them right now, mm-hmm. um, and Corva definitely would have helped, but they need. I think they need more help than just a bit of shooting. Yeah. Um, well, while we're on the topic of Kyle Corver and all these trades, let's crack into the basis of our episode today. Jake and I decided that the front offices around the league. They they they're just they're not giving us the trades that we want to see. Too slow. <laughs> they're too, too slow. Too slow. We want more. <laughs> there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of broken teams, and they need fixing now, right I, now, I today. Thought, I thought the Wizards <laughs> were trading everyone. Exactly. They're so winning. yeah, we're jumping on NBA trade machine. We're yeah. taking their jobs for them. Yeah. And we're going to propose some blockbuster moves blockbuster that are going to move moves. the needle big time in the yeah. East, the West, the power of each conference. I'm so excited. I crazy. love playing on trade machine. It's great. Um, it's my first, my first and play who knows, on trade machine. Maybe we'll get Woj back on the phone and yeah, we'll give him a ring, flick him some of our ideas and yeah. see what he reckons. Maybe, maybe he'll pass them on. Yeah, we'll put some put some feelers out there for us. Uh, uh, to kick things off, I heard a rumor. This is not any of my theories. This one's from CBS Sports. Mm. Uh, a rumor of John Wall. Mm. Uh, we all know the Wizards need a shake up, probably more so than anyone in the league. Yes. John Wall to the Magic, a team in desperate need of a point guard, for DJ Augustine, Evan Fournier, a pick, and Jonathan Isaac. God, I'm hanging up the phone. You're hanging up the I'm phone? Hanging up, I'm the Magic. Yeah, I, I would too because I don't like John Wall, but... I, I'm, I'm, I love Jonathan Isaac. I, so do I, but he's going to be there pseudo 3-4 man, the real switchy, big wing kind of guy. And they've already got Aaron Gordon. So mm. they have a guy that does a similar thing already. They don't have a point guard. And I kind of like the thought of John Wall, Aaron Gordon, Bamba, Vukovic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. it's, there's talent there. There's enough to make the magic see positives out of this. But yeah, you're right. Giving up Jonathan Isaac, I wouldn't feel good about that one no, bit. Not at all. <laughs> I really like Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, he's all. I, I, you can't. And just that contract, man. What do you? And and where does John Wall get you if you're trading the trading John Wall to the Magic? See, this is this is. I'm with you here. A lot of teams are like. I think John Wall's really good. By the way, I I think he's overrated, but I think he's incredible. Yeah, we all know his his visions. Out he's of really, this world, he's and really he's super good. fast, and he can do all these when crazy he's in shape. things. We know that. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, but it's gotten to the point now where the Wizards. It's not like John Wall never had talent with him. He had mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, who's one of the best shooting guards in the game. Yeah, they got Otto Porter, who's a great glue guy. He can do damn near anything. They got Kelly Oubre, 
who's yes. been coming along. He's got... so up and down. I actually, I love his attitude. Like fifty percent of the time, like you crazy motherfucker, going at people. He'd Kelly, he uh, shoulder check Kelly Oubre yeah. in those playoffs. And they, I think uh, he's improving. Berlini. He's definitely having a better year yeah. this year. Um, but my point is, it's not like the Wizards have never had talent. They've had other guys, and John Wall still with this talent around him never got them anywhere. So if the Magic were to trade for him and giving up Isaac, do they really think that's better for them long-term no. than keeping Isaac? No. Is it worth whiffing on John Wall or should they go for a different point guard? They should go for a different point guard. And I have an idea. Hit me. I have an idea. While you were talking, I'm like... Of the, of the Magic's big three, I'm going to call them. Because mm-hmm. they are physically very large. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, they're enormous, actually. They're, the, they're, they're probably the biggest three yeah. that there is between Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, and the, the longest man alive yeah. in Mohamed Bama. Yeah. Which of those three guys do you like long-term, higher ceiling, all that Bumba. stuff? But I'm a Bumber man. I, I would, I'm a Bumber if so, man. If someone yeah. said Isaac, I would not at all yeah, argue fine. with them. So who do you have at the bottom of that list? It's Aaron Gordon. It's Aaron Gordon. And so do I. But Aaron Gordon's really good. I, I, like, it's... I agree. I think, and, I, and, I think he's... <laughs> and this is real speculative. This yep. is me guaranteeing Isaac and Bumba become really good, mm-hmm. which they may not because okay. they haven't yeah. done it yet. They, they are doing, they're doing it this year. They are doing they're it. They're doing it this year. The Magic are uh, currently good. I'm yeah, not sure. They're not they, bad. I'm currently good. I'm not saying that they're going to be good all year, but like some of these wins are like early in the season where people are like, "Oh, I can't believe we lost to the Magic." They're starting to look not as bad. Like they took the Raptors down to the to the wire last. They're week. They're currently yeah. in the playoff spots. Yeah. They're the eighth seed at the moment. Yeah, and I would not be shocked if they make it. Now they need a point guard. Yep. Aaron Gordon hasn't been especially good so far. Yep. Another team that's looking to do something, mm-hmm. the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. They have an excellent point guard on that team. I believe his name's Goran Dragic. He's he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he is really good. I'm gonna press try this trade on the trade machine right okay. now, just to make sure we are let we can talk about this. Yeah, trade is, is success- successful. All right, hit me. What do you got? What do you got? Goran Dragic for Aaron Gordon. Straight up. I disagree. Who's, who says no? The Magic. The Magic say no. Because as much as they need a point guard and as much as Goran Dragic is really good, he's also really old. He doesn't fit in their timeline. Like, he's already 31, 32. Okay. And Aaron Gordon's still real young. But I like your thought process. Okay. And I'm just going to okay. roll it back what, what, to, you, to a little trade I prepared earlier. A little trade you prepared. <laughs> well, what, okay, just work with me here. Though. What if the Heat were to, to throw in a pick of sorts? Hit me. Oh, hold on. Hold your okay. horses. Okay. Hold your horses. Okay. You ready? Okay. I've got... Okay. I liked your Goran Dragic idea. You liked my Goran Dragic idea. Where are the picks? I want the picks in here. I want to see those. Except, rather than the magic... Okay. I've put the heat with the Wizards. Oh. I figured there's two teams here that both really oh. need a shake-up. Okay. Maybe they can help each other. Okay. So I've got, to the, to the heat, mm. John Wall, Ian Mayinmi, and Austin Rivers... Right? And in exchange, Whiteside, Dragic, and Winslow. Oh. What do you think about oh. that? How's that mustard? <laughs> Is it hot? <laughs> if the Wizards hear 
the first syllable of justice. And it's like, <laughs> done! <laughs> done! <laughs> if the Wizards can somehow get off John Wall and Yamahimi and actually get an asset in return... But they get you... Whiteside. But they also get Goran Dragic, like... Yeah, I mean... In the in the immediate in the immediate, I think Wizards bringing in Whiteside, Dragic, and Winslow is going to make them a bajillion times better. In the yes. same token, I think John Wall at the Heat will make them better because as much yeah. as all the backcourt guys at the Heat are really good, none of them are out and out creators. Dragic is the closest thing they got, but he's kind of a pseudo scorer creator. John Wall, he's he's a he can yeah. set the table. Josh Richardson will have more open, like I you can see it too. It's not it's, crazy. It's not crazy. It, it, well, Ian Mean me will soak up Whiteside's minutes although I hope Bam would move to the starting lineup and Austin Rivers would fill in as backup point guard. The problem is mm-hmm. the contracts of John Wall and Yamahimi, you're not taking like what, by themselves they're both bad. Yan Mean me has 2 years left. John Wall has five. He's the kicker. Whiteside's only got two years left. Dragic has only got two years left. Winslow's on his last year. But um, Rivers only got one year. Mean Me's got two years. John Wall's got five. He's the only one on a on a proper long term deal here. So if I'm the mad, if I'm the the Wizards, I'm doing this trade. I just think there's no. I think the value here. You can't. Like you take Winslow out of this deal. Do the heat. You don't, you don't need to put this guy in. I think that's the one that moves the needle, but... No, I but like, I, I, I think that the, the Wizards are in such a weak position with... The Jan Mahinmi cannot play basketball in the NBA anymore. <laughs> he is awful. <laughs> Better than me. Right? <laughs> he's awful. He unfollowed us on Instagram and didn't reply to our message. <laughs> I think he's a fuckhead. Um, uh, he's great. <laughs> John Wall's contract is potentially the worst contract in the entire NBA. But not necessarily... As it's of, true. Like, right now, it's not looking good. It's looking bad. It's looking bad. But it's also, he's playing on this team with such dysfunction. What's to say if he moved to one... And he's got a great culture. They got the coach. What What if he moves over there and just locks his head back you on? Have to All be of a sudden, sh- you got John Wall. You're doing body fat tests. You've got to be in shape. Yeah. Pat Riley's rolling around doing Pat Riley things. Spo's top five coach in the league. There, yeah. The, I, look, the case can be made... For John Wall making the Heat better. Because he's better than Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. So their point guard play definitely goes up. It's not like Winslow's been the make or break sure. on the Heat at the moment. Sure. So I just don't, It would suck losing a young I don't think they have like to that. put him in the trade. I think Gordon Dragic and Whiteside... Let me check if the... Trade the, still works. It still works if I take out Winslow. So We can take out Rivers and, and the Winslow part, but try that again. It still works without Winslow. Can you try taking out Rivers as well? I think that's just a nothing part R- of the deal. Rivers is on a twelve million Rassos. contract, so he's there to make Do the, the salary. Because Whiteside makes so much gotcha. goddamn money. Gotcha. <laughs> I guess the Wizards won't have a backup point guard, but I, if if they're operating on the idea that we seem to. To, do, to get this out of here, we can... Well, they do, because they'll have Dragic starting, and then Sadoransky can... Oh, I guess you're it. right. I guess you're right. Um, I'm, if I'm the Heat, I I don't think I have to put in Winslow. And I'd offer Goran Dragic... But do you think that's enough? Dragic and Whiteside for John Wall, me and me and Rivers? I mean, all you're trading for is John Wall. I mean, him, me and, and Rivers are... They're just trying to get rid of them as well. Mm. Like, if you can get rid of John Wall and Jan Mahinmi... That is such a big win. Like, as far as trade value goes on the Wizards, Mahinmi's probably last. John Wall's probably 
bottom half of the team as well because of that contract. Oh. Which doesn't kick in until next year, mind you. I know. And the tra- and the, the contract becomes more expensive with a, with a trade kicker. Yeah. It's a huge risk if you're the Heat. But they're so screwed. Like, they have nowhere to go because all these contracts are so big. The Heat. Yeah. Yeah, they signed all their guys to, like... I wouldn't... Not all of them are overpaid, but, mm. like... They're all no. They haven't got anyone on a bargain deal like at all. They've only got guys well, at market value or higher. Well, it's it's Richardson, Winslow, and Bam. And now, when you think about John Wall playing with Bam, could Bam be the center that oh, John Wall yeah. finally needs? <laughs> hell yeah! I don't need to tell you how I much know, I like I Bam out of bio. Josh's face just lit up when I said <laughs> when I said the, his name. Um, John Wall. Running pick and roll with a guy that's just gonna do whatever makes the team better and win, like Bam. That could be awesome. Jay Rich. The problem is like, is John Wall gonna come in and be bloody John Wall, or is he gonna come in and like buy into the culture? This is it. This is what we don't know. If I it, reckon he'd buy. Honestly, I reckon he'd buy in. And if you're Pat Riley and Spo, you're of the. You you have the mentality that you're can, you can convince anyone to buy in, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I I really do think at the Heat, John Wall would have no choice but to buy in. Their culture is very strong. Mm. They have a like you work hard here, mm. you play for your team, and that's how everything works. It's and you f- it cross, would be hard yeah. for him not to fall mm. into line. You just got to cross your fingers that John Wall takes care of his body for the next five years. Yes, and a that's big a, if. and that's a huge risk. A big if. Huge, huge, huge risk. Um. But I don't know what they can do. Like, in, in that, I think it does raise their ceiling. And then and then you, you have the option to re-sign Richardson to a big deal because you've got his bird rights. And then you've got Wall, Richardson, Winslow, Bam. Mm. And Kelly Olynyk's all right as well. I, 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 his contract's fine. He hasn't been especially excellent lately. Tyler Johnson's contract's ridiculous for how good he is, but he's not a bad player. D-Wade's still doing D-Wade things, but obviously yep. he's, he's his last year. Yeah. Not a bad one. I'm doing that. If I'm both teams, I'm doing it. So send it to the send it to Patty Patty uh Patty White. <laughs> yeah, get, get it get it discounted. Get it discounted. <laughs> and um and let's get it going. Let's cause I like it. I like it a lot. Um Okay. But we never we Cut. never fixed we never fixed the magic. We didn't fix the magic. Back to the magic. So back to the magic. I actually have a bit of an idea with this one. Okey-dokey. Um, We all know how the Markel Fultz situation is turning Ooh. out. Um, the thing is, though, there's still so much buzz that I'm reading that's like, as much as the guy is clearly something's not quite right, mm. They, st- it's st- he's still not definitely broken. No, like, 100%. It's, it's still... A mystery. Mm-hmm. It's not one way. Like you can't outright. At the moment, he looks like a bust. Yeah. But you can't say straight up, Markel Fultz will never be good because there was a time when he was the consensus, like the the transcendent yeah. star less of than, the best class that ever existed. Less than less than a, a year, year ago. a year and a half yeah. ago, he was the consensus. Like he was the guy who's going to come in, and he's he's not going to suck. He, this guy is yeah. guaranteed. Going to be a yeah. good NBA player. Yeah, and something along the way went wrong. What the <laughs> fuck? But if you're the Magic, 
would you take a flyer on Markel Fultz in that potentially mm. he might actually come good and we might have our point guard? Yes, I am. It just like I am a hundred percent willing to take the flyer. Just depending on what you would give up, which is what you're going to tell me next. What if the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers sent the Magic, Markel Fultz, and Mike Muscala? Sure. And in return, they got Terrence Ross and Jonathan Simmons. Oh, I think that's too much to give up for Markel Fultz. I think, but not necessarily because if he does turn out, then they'll be like, all you gave was Terrence Ross. I, yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, but if you're the Sixers, though, I, you're in this place where if he's going to get better, it's almost certain he's not going to get better at, in at Philly, Philly now. Yeah. I think, I think, it, that, I think it, it looks like he needs a fresh start. I think somewhere. everyone knows that. And I think every team knows they don't have to offer that much to mm. get him because the, the Sixers have not. They're like, they, have, they, have, they have the th- in theory that he can be better, but yeah. he's going to be better somewhere else. Ideally... I want nothing else than to see Markel Fultz go to the Spurs because I feel like to, yeah. Pop's the only guy that's going to fix yeah. this fella. But, hey, maybe the Magic might be the place too. Who knows? He'll be playing with uh, or other fellow young guys, Jonathan Isaac, mm. Bamba. Mm. Do you have to give up both those guys though? Just to make the salaries match Well, can I take out Mark Muscala? Unfortunately, if you take out Muscala, there's not a hell of a lot of guys... That you could put in his place. Well, can can you just take out Muscala, take out um, and this this is Terence Ross from Fultz straight up. I don't think they would agree. I don't think the Sixers would agree to that, because Terence Ross is on a one year deal at the moment. Yeah, get yourself some cap space. Yes, <laughs> but like, is is that really worth the potential of if Fultz no, comes? No, good? of course not. Yeah, of course not. But like, who is offering actual assets for this guy when they know? You have zero leverage. The other they could do is... Um, the other they could do is, instead of Muscala, Korkmaz, and Jonah, Jonah Bolden, who they just drafted this year. Korkmaz, say that again. So, so Fultz, Fultz Korkmaz, Korkmaz, and Jonah Bolden for Terrence Ross and Jonathan Simmons. It's not a bad idea. I think I think the Magic are willing to Sim- have a punt because like it's not like they really need these wings at the well, moment. The, well, the problem is then that you kind of kiss the playoffs this year goodbye. You do, because but that's what they should be doing really. I don't know if they're ready to make the playoffs From yet. what I've been reading though, the Magic are kind of excited for this to be the first time in so long that they actually are playing okay. Competitive. Like last year they had that stretch at the beginning where they were good, yeah. but it was like they were shooting at an insane clip. Yeah. This year the like the shooting numbers are kind of normal yeah. and they're just playing well and their coaching is actually solid now. He's getting the most out of these to guys. To be honest with you though, I reckon a lot of that stems from Vukovic's insanely Renaissance. improved play. Yeah. And Vukovic isn't in their long-term plans. So as much yeah. as they are playing good right now, if you were to get rid of Vukovic, I don't think they'd be playing so good right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And the, I think the plan is eventually not to it's, have Vukovic. It's Simmons and so, I mean, uh, Isaac and Bamba. That's why I think it's okay. Plus, the Sixers would love Terrence Russ and Jonathan Simmons right about now. I just, I just don't think you have to offer that much if you're going to try and get Fultz. So... I guess once the bidding for Mark Elfold starts, mm-hmm. which is going to be it's, soon. It's started. It's, it's gonna, it's, They're bidding. Yeah. The, the paddles are going <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> it's I pretty get, much like who can get him for the, the least. least. <laughs> yeah, right? And I, I think that then the bidding... The bidding I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't call it a war. I'd call it a friendly game of go fish. Mm. Um, 
you start with Terence Ross, and and that's your first offer, and then you, you find, and the Sixers are they corn around, and then if you have to, like Jonathan Simmons is on a nice deal for the next two years, if you don't have to give him up, if you're the Magic, he's good. That'd be nice because he's really solid. He's your rotation guy. He's kind of he's not as good as we he looked at on the Spurs, mm. and and that contract's a little bit too big for how much he, how good he is, but. He's such a solid piece for that rotation. But, again, if it gets towards the trade deadline, you're like, it's like, cool, we can make the 7 or 8 seed, but we also have a chance to maybe get Fultz. It's, it's just if I get, how much do you believe if you go the ones you can turn them around? Because, to be honest, I reckon every team in the league would love to have Fultz and just have a punt. Have a crack. Ev- every team in the league would be like, you know what, I... If we could get that guy low enough and he comes good, yeah. we'll be doing yeah. backflips. Yeah. I do think the, the the low ball offers are going to be they're going to be hard disgusting. Some of them yeah. are going to be so insulting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the six are going to be sitting there though, going like, which one? We have to take one of these deals. Yeah, and I think they know that now. Yeah, I don't see Fultz still being on the sixes at the end of the year. I just, I don't know what his. Value is no one does. That's yeah. the problem. No I, one knows this, this guy's know. value. And I think I th- he does have value based on getting him cheap. Mm. So it's just getting the right cheap package. That's the that's the key. Um, another one that works, and mm. this is a this is a one one for one team trade. Yeah. What if Fultz went? Because you just said. No one. It's a mystery. No one knows his mm. worth. It, mm. like, it's still very uncertain. Mm. I think the only thing that's actually fair in exchange for that is another guy that you don't <laughs> quite know his worth. It's still uncertain. Ooh, interesting. What if the Philly sent Fultz to the Knicks in exchange for Frankie Smokes and some filler? Interesting. Oh, Because Frankie Smokes has been not good this year. Yeah, he hasn't quite taken the jump we thought yeah. he would. Oh. Oh. I guess... I would feel really bad for Fultz. <laughs> a guy that's clearly got some mental problems going yeah. to the fucking Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> he that's... doesn't need that. Yeah. But... Uh, Fisdale. Yeah, Fisdale's a good coach. Great guy. They need a... They're still not sure who their point guard of the future is. Man. It's just so unknown, right? I guess you, you're like... They're both good defensively. Yeah. Well, Michael Fultz is okay defensively. Frankie Smokes is really good defensively. I, I think Michael Fultz is pretty good. He's and fine. he would be better with more confidence. Yeah. Um, Frankie Smokes' shot is better than Fultz's, but it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just having a shot and not having a shot. And so, who, I mean, who... So how do you even compare the potential of either of these guys of of learning to shoot? You really just have to have like, <laughs> just Fra- flip a coin. Frankie Smokes has never been able to shoot. Michael Fultz forgot how to shoot. Mm. He once could. He, he once was really good shooter. The best. Great, great shooter. <laughs> really good shooter. So it's, I guess if you, you, do you think you can regain that or do you think Frankie Smokes is going to learn how to shoot? Would you, would you press go on that trade or would you just leave it be? From the Knicks. To be honest, if I'm the Knicks, I would think twice. I think I might think... I think I would say no, just because you're going to probably get a top five pick anyway. Mm. And you're going to be able to... Keep, I mean, man, they need to tank so much harder. Anyway, they actually look all right with this Trier, Alex Trier guy coming yeah, in. Yeah, Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier, not Alex Trier. Undrafted. Yeah. He, I actually... 
he was quite a name in college because he yeah. was this big time scorer, but no one, no one thought his game would translate. They're like, ah, oh, the defenses will just lock him up. He'll be yeah. useless. Aren't they proving them? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he proving them wrong? He's, he's killing it. He yeah. scored like twenty seven points last night mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. He's been, he's been doing it consistently. He's not afraid of anything. The Knicks are way more excited about him than they are about Frankie Smokes. Mm. Um, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Well, if we were to... Because I think the Knicks would think twice about okaying Fultz if they've already got Frankie Smokes. I think they say no. Just like... Well, who knows because it's the Knicks, but it's yeah. like... From, from Six's perspective, yeah. I think they'd go. Oh, definitely. But Knicks would think twice. But... Mm. What if we what if we flip the narrative? Okay. We we still Knicks are sending out Frankie, but they get Josh Jackson from Phoenix mm. as a return. Then Phoenix get a point guard because they need one of those. <laughs> They're the same guys. Frank, Frank I guess Frankie Smokes is more of a point guard. Neither of them can shoot. Josh Jackson's more of a wing big yeah. combo. Yeah. And Frankie's more of a ball handler yeah. off the ball backcourt mm. combo. Mm. Mm. Do you veto this? Do you ticket? What what like, what would you like do? That. If I'm the if I'm the Suns, actually, you know what? Let's have a go. Mm. I'm pressing go on. If I'm the Knicks, I'm what much happier to get Josh Jackson than Mark Fultz. Yeah, well, he's he's still uncertain, but not quite yeah. as uncertain. Yeah, at least he's as... not broken. He's not broken. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. It, at least they can diagnose yeah. his problems. <laughs> yeah, well, Josh Jackson has... <laughs> Josh, a, you're yeah. just not trying very yeah. fucking hard. <laughs> well, Josh, Josh has the same issues coming out of college, right? He's, he's defending... He's a good defender but can't shoot. And that's mm. still the same. Mm. Yeah. Although, even Josh Jackson's taken a little bit of a back step Yeah, because... Yeah, I was pretty pumped about Josh Jackson. Yeah, we, we, I think we all were at yeah. backdoor cut. We thought he would take a After leap. last year, yeah. Yeah, but he's almost taken a back step. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if that's because there's no point guard around him and he needs to yeah, kind of figure it out for himself mm. or what's the go. But Phoenix just suck. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't help. Do they ever. I can't believe that they're last again. I can't. I don't know why I'm surprised. Josh, Josh's lock of the year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I think my, my lock of the year, the Mavs is looking all right. I'm on... I'm, Pretty stoked with that one. Yeah, but you also had the over on the Cavs. But wasn't my lock? Of the, <laughs> wasn't my lock of the year? It was, just, it was just a lock, and that's looking not good. Um. Well, anyway. while we're on the Josh Jackson trade, how about a three teamer? Oh, mate, send him my way. So, the New York Knicks. So this one features the New York Knicks, the Knickerbockers, the Wizards, mm-hmm. and the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Right. The Wizards receive from the Knicks. Courtney Lee and Frankie Smokes. Sure. In exchange, they send Phoenix, John Wall, mm-hmm. and the Knicks receive TJ Warren and Josh Jackson from, Hell from yeah. Phoenix. So essentially, the Knicks are giving up Courtney Lee and Frankie Smokes for Josh Jackson and TJ Warren, and Phoenix are giving up TJ Warren and Josh Jackson in exchange for John Wall. And Washington are giving up John Wall in exchange for Courtney Lee and Frankie Smokes. Mm. So the headline of this trade is John Wall to the Suns, and now you've got John Wall, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Hayden. Yeah, and Courtney Lee's not guaranteed next year, so really all Washington's getting from this is the potential of Frankie Smokes and Caparum. Mm. Phoenix are getting an all-star point guard Mm. to pair up with Devin Mm. Booker and Ayton. 
and the Knicks are getting some promising wings. TJ Warren and yeah. Josh Jackson. Yeah. <sighs> That's tough. It's just like do do this. I mean, the Suns just push. They push their chips into the middle, and it's like this. This is a big player move and, from the Suns. And and I just I can see this is them putting the I can see down. the Wizards. Uh, so I'm, it's almost the the flip the other way from the Heat. Culture wise, yeah, I can see John Wall going to the Heat and working out culture and like culturally, I can see him going to the Suns and just being the Wizards two point the, the fit between Devin Booker and John Wall is not super clean because John Wall is super ball dominant. To be fair to Phoenix though, as much as they have sucked yeah. in recent times, they've never had an outwardly bad culture. They've always had like a. The medical staff's really good. Probably one of the best in the league. The coaching's usually okay. Um, there's never crazy disruptions in the front office. I mean, they they fired, they, their, gen- they fired general- their general manager. And I mean, their let, coach, me, so. let me stop you. So let me stop you there real quick. They fired their general manager a couple weeks before the season started. Yep. They fired their coach a week into the season last yep. year. I would say dysfunction and then... And then <laughs> but, I mean, historically, they've usually been pretty steady. Sure, but... They're not a franchise You're bringing in John crazy. Wall into a somewhat stable environment. You need to bring John Wall into a rock-solid <laughs> yeah. environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. So... If I was the Bulls, I wouldn't be taking No, <laughs> God, no. God, no. I just... I don't... I think the Phoenix need to just relax and make good, good moves. So what? Phoenix shouldn't be... Pushing the accelerator and going for John Wall? I would like to see it because I think it would be fun. But I don't think that they should do it. And I think you're kind of right. Phoenix should be a little... A, I know they've been patient for a while now, but they just need to be that wee bit more patient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not quite there yet. And they don't want to do a Timberwolf slash yeah. whatever and punch the accelerator too quickly. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Another way for the Phoenix Suns to get a point guard. Does this work? This <laughs> before works. before you say anything, no, does this, I've, I've it works? It okay. <laughs> All right, hit me. My favorite team. Yeah. The Boston Celtics. They are your favorite. Have a guy Terry Rozier. I think is a really Ooh. good player. Mm, he is a very good player. I just don't think that. I don't think he. And I thought he would, in this role, embrace it. And I think he actually has tried to embrace it. I just don't think he knows how to embrace the 15 to 20 minutes per yeah. night. And I don't think I don't think that he's going to provide the value that we I get. I get what need. you mean. It's not. It's not like Terry Rozier's complained or yeah. he's not. He's not tried to give it his all. It's just yeah. he is a guy that is able to produce so much. He struggles to... He's a renegade master. It's not like he's trying yeah. to do too much. It's just he's too good to really take a step back. He's worked <laughs> so hard and he got his chance last year to play that 35 minutes yeah. a game. And, and he played great. And he, he led the team to the conference yeah. finals. Arguably, there was very little drop-off. Yeah, it, so. was, it, was, it was incredible. Like, I don't think anyone... No one saw that level of production coming from Terry. Yeah. And I mean, like, you wouldn't expect Kyrie to settle into a 15, 20-minute role. No, exactly. Yeah. And I think I think if you were to ask him um, off the record or if, like, you're his best mate, I think he, he's not happy. But that's... And he's trying to, to work... Like, try, he's trying to do the right thing, but mm. he... And I, and I don't think he's going to work it out to the point where it's going to be of a high value to the Celtics going on a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. So I think flipping Terry... 
is a is a good move. Problem is, I think that teams know this, and um, I'm not sure how much you're going to be able to get for Terry. That being said, Terry Rozier to a team that if they if they can get in a, a wink wink deal with Terry saying I'm willing to resign mm. to the Phoenix Suns because mm-hmm. he's a restricted free agent, they're going to have the best chance to resign him through restricted free agency. You pair him next to Devin Booker, who Terry can play off the ball, yep, can play absolutely. on the ball. I think he's actually a really good fit next to Devin Booker. I think it's a real similar fit to him and Jason Tatum. I know yeah. Tatum and yeah. Booker don't play the same yeah. position, but they do play the same kind of role. Yeah. Um, and they, they, we all know they yeah. work great. So now this, I'm reaching. But what, what, what Celtics going to get in return? This is the thing. I'm yeah. reaching a little bit high here. Yeah. Terry Rozier for Mikel Bridges, straight up. Mm. I think. Rose, oh, I think Phoenix would need to chuck a pick in or something. You think Phoenix needs to chuck a pick in? Terry Rozier is bloody good, man. Yeah, and Mikael Bridges. Yeah, but he's a he's a young guy that could get really good, but he's a rookie. At the same time, he's a three and D. Yeah, but just per, he's a rookie trade asset. I think he's a really valuable piece. I, if you if you think that the Phoenix need to send more back, I if think I, to make this trade like today. If I was the Celtics, and I was Danny Ainge. Mm who has a long history of being very clever with these things, mm. <laughs> I would be like, uh, just not enough. You would, if you're, okay, I see what you're saying. Just not enough. I see what you're saying. So, yes, the contracts match up, all that jazz, but that's because Terry Rozier's outperformed, his, he's still on his rookie deal. Like, no one expected him to get this good. He's yeah. kind of made it difficult for the Celtics in that regard because it's hard for them to get the same value back. Mm. I, I think it's... And a, it, uh, there's no there's nothing to say that Mikael Bridges will outperform his rookie deal like Rozier did. Yeah. I, I would be apprehensive. I would be like, oh, we'll keep talking, but we're not quite there yet. Interesting. Interesting. And I don't think the Celtics want too many players in return because they've no, already they got a lot of players. Yeah. I think the pick is what they want. Maybe protected. Maybe like uh, top so, 10 well, protected You know, you know the something? pick that they got, they, tra- they got in return for Mikel Bridges, like the Zaire Smith from the Sixers, yeah. the unprotected 2021 Miami Heat pick? Mm-hmm. They can put like a top 5, top 10 protection, or whatever it is on that. Top 5 protected. I, I If we can get Mikel Bridges for Terry Rozier, I would do and that it, trade. Yeah, if you can get Mikel Bridges for Terry Rozier and even a top 10 protected pick... I would be like... If I'm the Suns, though, I don't think they're doing it. I you think, don't think? I don't think they're doing it. I, I, I would say no if I'm the Suns. I, just because I think McKellie Bridges is going to be good. He's controllable for the next four years. He's going to be cheap. Um, Terry, I mean... Well, okay, I'm, we're operating on the idea that Terry is going to re-sign. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're doing that, it's not out of the, out of the realm of possibility. I'm just trying to, um, I guess... Because um, like you want to mm-hmm. keep your picks, temper my own expectations. You want to keep your picks to draft young players that can mm. help your team grow. But if they were to trade it for Rozier, their point guards locked up, their mm. shooting guards locked up, Josh Jackson's still there, Aiton's still there. Mm. Like pretty much, they've got their young core. Mm-hmm. They, I think they can afford to take a punt on this, and they still have other teams' picks. Yep. As well, it's not like this is their only one. Okay. Let's let's. I reckon if, I, if Celtics like, you know what, you chuck a first rounder in, we're on. Okay, I, I think that the Celtics would do that straight up, Terry, for, for Mikel. Let's assume that they that, that's part. Let's, okay, let, let's say you say it goes through. I say it's not going to work. We've got to work out a new deal to get mm-hmm. rid of Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier and Yabuselli 
mm-hmm. for Josh Jackson and the Miami Heat pick, top three protected. Top three protected is a lot. And Josh Jackson's pretty... I actually think this is the one that you don't need to chuck in a pick. I would do Josh Jackson for Terry. So you're I wouldn't do Mikel for Terry. So you're valuing Mc, Josh Jackson higher than Mikel Bridges? Because I think he has higher potential Interesting. to grow. Interesting. So, okay, so that's where our difference is lying. Yeah. Mikel Bridges might end up being the better player. Like, say a team needs a guy. Mikel Bridges is a guy that can slot in almost anywhere. Which is why I think he's perfect, though. Josh is someone that could grow into, like, Mm. the the centerpiece. See, that's the thing. I don't think the Celtics want that. We've got enough centerpieces. We want... want, I think Mikel Bridges is, like, an Otto Porter Mm. type of guy. And that's perfect. But if you... So you well, interesting. Okay, so that's where you think you value Josh Jackson higher still, even though he's taken the step back this year. Yep. Okay. I still think he has the higher potential. Wow. So you Terrorizer Yabaselli for Josh Jackson straight up. Yep. You just wouldn't throw in the pick. No. Top ten protected. Uh, I mean, like I would still say yes, but I, even if the pick wasn't there, I would probably still go for that as the Celtics. As the Celtics. I would give Josh Jackson a flyer. So I think Terry fits really well with, with the Suns. I do too. I think, yeah. and I, if I'm the Suns, I reckon that's the one I've got my eyes on. Right? Yeah. He's not going to be too expensive. No, he's not going to be too he's expensive. He's a restricted free agent. You know he's going to work hard. Yeah. He defends well. Yeah. He, he's already been to the conference finals yeah, as know, a starter. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm Phoenix, that's, that's my guy. Man, I want, oh man, I want Mikel Bridges in the Miami Heat pick now. Mm. What, what, if, what if you adjusted it? So it was Terry and, I don't know, Tice or something for Josh Jackson and Mikel. Or a wing. Does Mook, maybe? Oh, Mook? No way. I, I know you love Mook. No, Mook is a, like, <laughs> he's like our fifth best player at the moment. No way, dude. No way. No way. No way. No, I think I literally think Mook is maybe the fourth or fifth most important player on this team. He's, he's keeping you afloat dude, at the moment. Dude, he's... He's our he's our LeBron Kawhi <laughs> stopper, dude. I can't believe you even you said that to me. You almost yourself. I can't believe you even said that what? to me, dude. No way, in hell. No, he's 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 too good. He's like, he's our bully man. He's our, he's like our he's like he yeah. is the Celtics. Okay, and true. Anyway, uh, and he, you don't need any more wings anyway. Goodness gracious. Um. Okay. Very good suggestions there, Jake. I, I I think Terry ends up on the Suns. It just makes so much sense to me. Um. Another Suns. Suns Wizards one I've mm-hmm. got proposed here. Okay. Uh, Wizards send John Wall and Troy Brown Jr., a rookie, to um, to Thanks. to Phoenix, and in exchange, Phoenix send Josh Jackson, Rashawn Holmes, and Ryan Anderson. Now this is one of those instances where. Wizards definitely aren't getting the same talent in return. No, but I, if I'm the Wizards, I'm doing this trade. But I'm, I'm of the opinion if you Ryan can... Anderson's contract's going to yeah. run out way quicker than John Wall's is. Yeah. And after you remove everything, you get Rashawn Holmes, which is actually not half bad. He's fine. The potential of Josh Jackson and cap space. It's basically the jo- it's John Wall for Josh Jackson and Phoenix. Again, we're, go- we're assuming Phoenix is, put- is going for it. Yeah. Um, if I'm the Wizards man, if I can get rid of John Wall and keep Bradley Beal and Otto Porter and get someone like uh, Josh Jackson back, that's a, a absolute dynamite trade. I want to see what Bradley Beal can do on his without John Wall. Yep. Fucking him up. 
I'm if I'm the Wizards, I'm doing that trade. I just don't know the mentality of the Suns, and if mm. but if they're willing to like if they're happy to go John Wall, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton for the next five years, beauty, then fucking go for it. Um, so you you'd green light those. I'm green lighting this one. All right, let's do one more trade involving the Los Angeles Lakers because you can't not talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, and it's involving. Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Yeah, exactly right. I was waiting for this one. Yeah. For who, though? Bradley Beal. Because it's the, it's the bloody... Uh, it's the salaries that that's makes the it tough, tough part. Right? Yeah. We can do this, though. We can really do this. Because everyone on the Lakers is making chips. So we can... Tra- okay, so they're not going to let us trade... KCP or Rajan Ronto right now. In January, you could. We're going to be able to do it, though. So what if we did Brandon Ingram, KCP... There's no other fucking salary for that. Yeah. I, it, uh, Lakers what, are kind of tied up until January. Yeah, it's, it's hard it's for them need to, to be, make a move. It's going to need to be... Oh, man. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and KCP for Bradley Beal. For Bill. Bradley Beal. You know what? It's not that crazy. It's it's like it's a lot of their youth that they're giving up for Bradley Beal. But they, I, I think Brandon Ingram's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be as good as everyone thought he's going to be. I'm I think Lonzo Ball's good. I don't think everyone, he's going to be as good as everyone thinks thought he was going to be. You keep Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma. Like, the problem is, I guess. And the other uh, problem, Bradley and Josh Hart play the same position. The other problem is that Lonzo plays the same position as John Wall. Oh god! But I think they're gonna try move. I'm gonna say they're gonna do both. They're gonna try and move Bradley Beal and try and move. Uh, I I, I, I disagree. I, I think they're gonna try and move John Wall and Bradley Beal will be their B if they can't. That's move their John goal. Wall. That's the goal, right? Is to move. You'd uh, want to hang on to him if you can. But if you if you're gonna get go get rid of uh, Bradley Beal, you're gonna want to get something really good back. So, Lonzo, excuse me, Lonzo, Ingram. And KCP. Are you saying no if you're the Lakers or the Wizards? Um, I'd probably say no if I'm the... Nah. Nah, I think I'd, I'd press the button. If I'm the Wizards, I'd be jumping for joy if I got Lonzo yeah. Ball and Ingram. And if I'm the Lakers... I, I think the Lakers would be more hesitant because oh, yeah, these are the guys they just drafted. These are the, the core that they're super, yeah. so, super excited about. But at the same time, they'd be getting Bradley Beal. Yeah. Maybe if you swapped out Lonzo for Josh Hart. Yeah. I if that still works. Let's just, let's just say that works and they can make it work or whatever. See, see I, I actually think that they're still valuing Lonzo over Josh Hart, which is fair enough, I guess. But I love Josh Hart. So do I. I think he's freaking awesome. But my point is, I don't think they need Josh Hart if they got Bradley, Bradley Beal. I agree. Um. But okay, yeah. Josh Hart, Ingram, KCP for Bradley Beal. Yeah. Then you're doing it if you're the Lakers? Yeah. Well, so you're happy to send Ingram off? For Bradley Beal, yes. yes. For Bradley Beal. Okay. Not for just anyone. I'm d- I'm, Bradley Beal's like, yeah. he's, a, he's a big time player, man. I'd, if I'd if I'm the yes, Lakers uh, and I can get Bradley Beal, I'm like, perfect. Yes. Perfect. Especially if I can hang on to Lonzo as well. Yeah. You got Lonzo, Bradley Beal, LeBron, uh, yeah. What's the other fella? Kuzma. Yeah. Even if you can... Yeah. 
I, just, I, don't, even, I don't even care what's going on. If you can get Beal and LeBron and then figure out some cap space stuff and yeah. then you still got one or two of the other young guys... Should be just fine, mate. I think you're okay. Um, how about this one? All right. My, my dream was to get Fultz to the Spurs. <laughs> so this is a three-team deal again. Yeah. Phoenix, San Antonio Spurs, and Philadelphia 76ers. Phoenix receive Patty Mills, Furkan Korkmaz, and Jante Murray. Oh, no. Spurs receive Markel Fultz and Dragon Bender. Oh. And Philly receive oh. Josh Jackson and DeAnthony Melton, who was the point guard that the Suns picked this year. Get out of here, Josh. This one is totally, totally dependent on what exactly the Spurs see in Fultz. Yeah. If they see him as a guy we're definitely going to fix... This looks a hell of a no lot No one better. can look... In, I guarantee you no one's looking at him and saying definitely. That's for damn sure. Mm. DeJounte Murray was like going to be the reason is, they became the this, four seed this, this is year. the point. Yeah. This is the point. So if they reckon we can fix faults, they might consider it. If they don't, no way they're giving up DeJounte yeah. Murray. If... Yeah. I don't think they're doing this. Because what... I don't want Dragon Bender on my... But that's the that's thing. That's another guy that I guess. I guess yeah, that's the thing. You're right. Like... <laughs> I guess, yeah, because Pop is a genius. Yeah. He actually could be the one to make And he was a number four pick. Yeah, exactly. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's, it's, I, it's I a, would, this is the riskiest. I wouldn't do it, but it's not insane. I would love it. I, 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 that's the place I would want to see Fultz, yeah. is the Spurs. 100%. And Bender. I would love to yeah. see Bender yeah. in the, yeah. the Spurs. Anywhere you want to see guys maybe get fixed, it's the Spurs. It's, yeah. And maybe, maybe the Celtics. Maybe the Celtics, maybe even maybe there. even the Raptors, maybe the Raptors as well. Yeah, um, or Pistons. Exactly. Yeah, Casey's Grand great Casey's good. Young, young yeah, not the Sixers apparently, not the Suns. Mm. No, not at all. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were going to be good regardless of the Sixers. Um, I've got one last all right trade here. All right, which I haven't yet finished. I needed your help with oh. this one. This is another three teamer, and it's it's again trying to fix the Wizards. I've got. Cleveland Cavaliers, Washington Wizards, and the Suns. Yeah. At the moment, Cleveland is receiving Otto Porter, Ian Mainmi, and Dragon Bender. Washington is receiving Tristan Thompson, and Phoenix is receiving George Hill. But I like this the most for the Suns. It fails. Doesn't work. The Cleveland still need. To get some something, they can't be taking back as much. Yeah, and the Suns need ten million more. Wait, can we take out Dragon Bender from this and see what happens? We certainly can. So now Suns still need to take in ten million more. Suns need to ta- oh, take in more. So where it, where can we find a quick cheeky little ten? We can send jo- Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, do it. Oopsie daisies. To the. Sons. Does this work? Damn it. Oh, way too much. Oh, no, we need to take away I'll 10 million. I'll take away 10. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not mathematists. So they need to send 10 million somewhere. TJ Warren. Yeah. To... Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, because they, they could use... They're like that. Duh. No, can't go to Cleveland. It's got to go to Washington. Okay. 
Uh, TJ, maybe, to, maybe, TJ to Washington. Maybe these GMs do have a tough job. This after. is hard. <laughs> I, I imagine them all sitting on <laughs> trade machine like, God damn it, it doesn't <sighs> work. <laughs> but actually, though, they probably got a cool fancy spreadsheet thing. Um, which is basically what this is. Booyah. Ooh, okay. okay. You ready? <laughs> so Cleveland get Otto Porter, Ian Mean Me, and Troy Daniels. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to take Me and Me's contract. Yeah. But it's not like they're yeah. dying to win anyway. They get Troy Daniels, which is a bit of a filler. Whatever. The real centerpiece, Cleveland's getting Otto Porter. Yeah. Washington get to get rid of Mean Me and Otto mm. Porter, shake things up a bit yeah. by adding mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson and TJ Warren. Yeah. Tristan Thompson, by the way, having a great year, yeah, probably is. his best yet, yeah. which he I won. didn't think would happen without LeBron, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and Phoenix get their point guard. They get George Hill. And all they have to send Actually, away is TJ Warren and Troy Daniels. I don't mind it. I, just, I think the Wizards are going to have to give Cleveland a pick, or someone's going to have to give Cleveland a pick to take on Jan yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe also, may, maybe they get a second rounder yeah. or something. And then we're going to need to convince Otto Porter to fake an injury so they can tank for a little longer so, yeah. Cle- <laughs> so, so Cleveland can get Zion. But, um, yeah, no, I actually don't mind it. And George Hillwood's a nice little point guard for the Suns. Yeah. Um, but, again, though, the Suns should be trying to tank right now. But, they should be trying to tank. But, but who, also, what's to say George Hill's going to push the that's needle a, That's that the much? thing, right? Yeah. Really, he'll just show them what it's like to play with a point guard. This is good. This is good. You do, you'd okay this? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Hell yeah. I mean, the Wizards are probably super uh, unhappy because now they have Tristan Thompson, Dwight Howard, and uh, I guess they got rid of Yami Him. At least yeah. uh, Tristan Thompson So Tristan, Tristan will probably be their starting center. Yeah. Actually, not so bad. He could. He's pretty good next to pick and ro- like playing pick and roll. Well, my idea behind this one was that Tristan Thompson would bring his offensive rebounding, yeah. which all of a sudden makes Beal and Oubre and all yeah. these guys way more dangerous mm. because Catching they're going to get a quick open, open threes, three. Yeah. Um, that was my my thought anyway. So yeah. Austin Rivers would have to move to point guard. Bradley Beal would stay shooting guard. Yeah. Oubre and Markeith Morris would be the forwards and Tristan Thompson would be the center. That's a shake-up. Not bad at all. It might not be necessarily better or worse, but it's a shake-up, and that's bad what they all. need. Not bad at all. This has been fun. I love trade machines. This has been fun. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to another episode of Backdoor Cut. Yes, as always, uh, listen on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. We're more than happy for you to go there. Stitcher as well. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram, backdoor underscore cut. Follow us on Twitter now, backdoor underscore cut. Yeah. Actually, I think it's just at backdoor cut. Yeah. But he needs to actually start tweeting now. Yeah, we don't have any tweets yet, but um, follow us <laughs> and you'll be the first to see it. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Let's um, let's get Terry Rosier to Phoenix for Mikel Bridges. Yeah. All right, time to go. Got to get Wodge on the phone. Yep. Um, see you later, Jake. Peace. <laughs>